Welcome back to another episode of Capes and Tights, the comic book and pop culture podcast. I'm Justin. That's Adam. We're remote again like we do now. And uh, Adam's in the basement, in the dungeon. I am in the dungeon. I even yeah. I even got a new Wi-Fi extender, but we're uh, we're testing it today. So, so speaking of Wi-Fi extender, so graduation weekend happened up at the University of Maine this sure. weekend, right? And uh, there were some speaker issues with our Sonos, and you know, at Orono Brewing Company, the the headaches sometimes that Sonos speaker system can be. Sure. Well, we added the speaker to the hut for the patio for the people to you know drink and, and hang out on the patio well that speaker on the hut was interfering i think with a wi-fi extender we have in the hut and it was shutting the speaker system down like in weird times and weird stuff and adam you know how crazy you can get during busy weekends at a restaurant oh yeah right that's the only thing that happened all weekend okay the only negative hiccup of the weekend and of course one of the owners and you probably can guess that we want to name names was freaking out about it <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, if you got away with just that, man, that's excellent. That's most yeah, excellent. Cassie and I, I imagine like, it probably that is the issue. Okay, we're yeah, fine. It, no it issue. It probably then. still happened like right at the worst possible moment that it could have. But it, it's music, it's background, it's it's the film. That's gas. always how it's, it goes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's not like pertinent. That, you know, Cassie was like, Is the registers working? We're like, Yep. And she was like, Oh, then nothing's wrong. Everything we're all good. good to go. So, Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, Wow. That's all yeah, I can man, say right now. Wow. I, we were just talking and I was saying I, I watched it just this mor the morning because I wanted to be all jazzed up. And yeah, that, I'm still kind of in that wow mentality right now. And I knew it was coming, man. What an excellent build the whole time. But I still at the end was like, wow. <laughs> it, it, so, uh, you know, this is a six episode thing. It's probably not going to be a super long episode for us to talk because we, you know, it's six episodes. A lot of generic things. Funny thing yep. is, if I read the cast, there's not a huge cast either. That's a weird, no. crazy thing about it. It's like a very small, it's almost like a short film style. Like you only have a certain number of people and there's episodes that's like literally like, you know, Oscar Isaac and Mae Calame or Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. It's like, there's there not very many episodes that are like 15 people in an episode. It's no. crazy. Um, but it aired March 30th through May 4th, 2022. Six episodes, like we mentioned on Disney plus they were all about 40, 40 to 50 minutes. There was no crazy long one, no crazy short one. Like we've seen some of these Disney plus shows have, uh, IMDB got it at a seven, six rotten tomatoes, got it at an 87% critics and 92% audience. And it was created by Jeremy Slater. He directed a bunch of episodes too. Um, but it starred Oscar Isaac, May Callumway. I want to ruin some of these names, but Kareem Al Hakim, F Murray, Abraham, Ethan Hawke, and, whatever we're not going to go further into there's a bunch right. of people in the show uh not really a bunch of people but some people in the show um but the big ones are oscar isaac may callum away the ethan hawk appearance is unbelievable and then yeah. f murray abraham is i think anybody's ever seen the show mythic quest on apple yeah. tv plus <laughs> f murray abraham is the guy who writes the the video yep. games story in that and so when i heard that voice i was like where the hell do i know that from and i'm like oh my god it's him um so i was excited about that oscar isaac nails it i'll tell you just, right now i was waiting for you to say because i was like it was i guess my best praise i can give him yesterday i was like i forgot he was in star wars because he's so much better in this like so he's, he's no he's no longer poe dameron he's definitely yeah. moon knight to me now and he plays because he plays technically plays like if you think about it if you add in the personas like moon knight and mr knight yeah. but he also plays uh you know steven 
Grant. Yep. He also plays Mark Spector. And then obviously at the end, he plays uh, Jake as well. But so like he plays yep. four characters technically. So we have one star who can do that. I mean, remember the movie Split? Oh, absolutely. It's like that idea where he's just able to like flip from one to another, to another, to another and and do it smoothly. And you can tell they're different, even though he looks the same. Like he doesn't look that much different. You can tell they're different, which is amazing. Yep. And how great was the evolution of the fake accent? I mean, in the beginning, everybody was like, oh man, his English accent is awful. And by the end, I mean, I think a lot of us knew that was coming. But what a great play that was that the whole thing was meant to be fake the whole time. Yeah. As a, like, I loved that. People were freaking out when it started that like, oh, Oscar Isaac is terrible with accents. Well, part of me started to think about, Adam, how many people do we watch in movies and things that we not know they're actually English or British? Exactly. Like, we're, yeah. we're like, part of me was like, wait, is he? I have to figure this out. I have to do it, figure out an interview with him, whether or not he's actually putting a British accent on or he actually yeah. is British. And he's obviously, he's not British. He doesn't have a British accent. Uh, but it was just kind of funny. The number of times I've actually like Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead, yep. Rick from The Walking Dead is a, as a, as a British or Australian, one of the two uh, accent. And it's funny how many people oh, on yeah. that show do. And then you hear them speak, you're like, oh my God, that's, you put it, how do you do an English accent better than English yeah. people or United States of America people do? <laughs> yep. Um, but it was amazing. It was the first um, series that didn't include TV series because it's kind of hard to do movies because movies are 15 years old of the series that didn't include a previously established MCU character. Oh, yeah, that's true. There was no Easter eggs, no, or there was like Easter eggs. There's no guest appearances, no cameos, none of that stuff. It yep. was all new, fresh people, uh, which is crazy to think about. I guess there was a couple that were scripted to be in there like some excuse me some eternals characters which yep. would make sense the the crossover there were scripted to be in there but they actually got cut and never actually got filmed because they felt like it didn't need to sure which is pretty and, cool and that's something you and i've talked about a bunch before that like there's got to be these little pockets of the marvel universe that, that aren't always connected to every other hero because then you have to wonder why they don't come and help so like you know, Moonlight's little corner of the world seems taken care of. And so, like, that's cool. I can yeah. roll with that. Like, well, let's say, so I had it right in my notes. It says it takes place in the MCU, but not connected in any way as of yet to anything else that's in it. It's refreshing, I said, because it's a sense yes. that it's, it, we don't know all superheroes or superpower people yet in this universe, and yep. they can be not connected. As we start to get new people, it doesn't have to be connected to another new person. So, like, we got, yep. Kate Bishop Hawkeye in Hawkeye, but it was connected in a way to Hawkeye. So it's like, you don't need that. We, we can find new characters here and there that yep. don't have a connection to the original, you know, Avengers or whatever back in 2008 with Iron Man, which is pretty cool. I mean, there's other countries in the world. There's random countries. The truth of the matter is, and you look at Marvel as a history, there are very few superheroes in the, that are not from space or are from the United States of America. Right. Like there's a few out there, obviously, but like, it's so cool to see a person rooted in England and in Egypt in this yeah. MCU world and know that they didn't have to come to New York City to save the world. They saved the world in Egypt, not in New York City, which is pretty cool. Well, and there's that great line with Layla where the kid goes, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yes, I am. <laughs> and I was like, that was outstanding. Like, which is great because like you, you expected if, if someone asked you, so you just got these powers and you know they're probably temporary, you would have to think about it. If I'm like, Adam, are you a superhero? You'd be like, well... Well, tech, I guess technically I am. You'd logically think that. She was like, no, screw it. I am. Yeah, I don't I care. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a superhero. That doesn't matter. That's really cool. Yeah. An Egyptian superhero, as is, the, the, you know, because it's based in Egypt. That part was based in Egypt. 
Um, and I love how it was similar. So speaking of the overall thing, it was similar to the Daredevil um, TV show that was on Netflix sure. for a while yep. there, where because it, you didn't really see Daredevil in his suit, like his actual, like right. your iconic Daredevil looking red suit until the last episode of the very first season. Spoilers yep. for anybody else, but that show came out forever ago. So I don't know, spoilers. Yeah. Um, is that they didn't, you don't see until the end of the first episode, or at least a glimpse at Moon Knight in suit. And right. it made me happy because, you know, you, you want to do the character study. You want to know the person who behind the mask. And I like that more. I think we get more of who someone is in this dissociative identity disorder right. with not seeing him in the Moon Knight suit. And, and, and I like that it was at the very end of the first episode, a glimpse, cut, wait till next week. Yep. And you're like, oh my God. Well, <laughs> and that was kind of that whole first episode was brilliant yeah. like that, where it was like, it was horribly disorienting. You had no idea what was going on and like really could have. And I think for some people was a little frustrating until they realized that was the whole point mm -hmm. was to establish how frustrating that was to him as a character to never know what's going on. And then they start jumping into fleshing it out. And like, again, Marvel always just like finds a, really great way to do it like it seems new and, and that's what we've talked about with both uh we talked about with the spider-man part of it uh which is no origin story the you know the batman that we just came out with what yeah. movies are coming out with this idea of not doing an origin story and that this technically was like you know the wording of ign said it perfectly i think it was like we came into the third act of a superhero's yep story and then this person even mark specter and stephen grant were even trying to or actually mark specter knew but stephen grant was trying to find who he was even we didn't right. know who he was and he was even trying to find out what the hell was going on so it was really cool not to see like obviously we see later on in the season how he got to be moon knight but at sure. the very beginning you woke up he basically was moon knight shang chi right yeah first what 15 minutes of the movie you see him do the powers he's already shang chi he's just trying to hide back who he is as a person. And so I yep. love this new way of doing things, not having to do origin stories every single time you meet someone. Cause I mean, that's the entire, entire season would just be how he got the powers. And it's like, I don't want to see that. I want to see him with the powers or him yep. trying to figure things out. And then we'll learn about them, how he got them as we go along. What I, you can say, I mean, if the, you know, reframing kind of the, the disassociative disorder at the center is, is a brilliant way of doing it too because like you said that you don't need to do a background because he doesn't know who he is yeah. and that's just such a great way of of framing that as the viewer i think i also loved so speaking of the first episode and trying to figure out who he was and trying to figure yeah. out what the hell's going on because any big moon knight fan so i have friends that are huge moon knight fans and they the fact that we didn't see mark specter up until like a you know a lot of mark specter until not after, I mean, after the first episode, really, yep. it's because that's who Moon, Moon Knight really is. His other personalities, Stephen Grant and Jake, are other personalities. And so, seeing Jake more, you're like, What the heck's going on here? And the fact that you kept them pointing out, they kept them messing his name up, and he kept on saying, No, it's Jake. Yeah. See, it's Jake here in my name tag. Um, made some people upset, but I was like, I love that first episode learning who Jake was as a character. Not Jake, sorry, um, Stephen, I should say, Stephen, Stephen, sure, Stephen, sure. Stephen. Um, is because. I love it because I know I've worked with people like him who is smarter than the people who are running the place. And yep. he's still, they still get shut down and like, no, you're never going to be able to do tours. You're never going to be able to tour people around. He's like, I know more than the people yep. making the marketing because the marketing on that sign is wrong. There's no, right. there's missing a God on that thing or so on. Yep. And I love that, that writing him into it and him being 
you're expecting him to be Moon Knight, but he gets beaten down and, and taken down notches. You're like, this is a superhero, and he's basically being walked over by his, you know, $35,000 a year boss. Like, come on, what the hell's going on here? It was really cool to see that in the first episode uh, of the show and how it progressed to the last episode uh, where they were controlling it more. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, man, I don't, like I said, I it, even, I can think of a million things. I love the exploration of like the mental hospital as, mm-hmm. you know, framing kind of, which, like I said, I love by the end of this though, you still can say like, is this real or is this well, not real? You know? And like that, that I love leaving stuff like that so that I can think about it and not giving me answers. And, but I love that framing of the hospital and that just like sterile white environment, but all of these like memories off of the corridor. Like I thought that was just so well shot. The best part, and I love how you said that because the, the, there's like two different podcasts that I've listened to since this episode six has released that both of them were having art. Even back when we saw him in the, was it episode four where the end of the episode ends up in the, the, the hospital and yep. episode five and so on. Even at those discussions are like, we don't know. Is this his dreaming? Yep. Is he dreaming? Is yep. the Moon Knight Egyptian like searching for Ahmet or Arthur Harrow who's finally yep. trying to find him at? Is that the dream? Is the, exactly right. Is the mental hospital the dream? And at the end, there were still discussions on these podcasts whether or not they don't like, okay, they still don't know. They're trying to argue. The two, the two co hosts are arguing yep. what is real and what's not, and so on and so forth. And I'm like, I have never seen a show or a movie in a long time that has that much ambiguity and i can't even say the word ambiguity. i can't even say it that's a hard un unambiguity yes there you go see i'm i'm, I'm not no, very that's, good at that, english that, as it that, is anyway. well that one that one's one of the, the one of the roughest ones out there i was trying to use big words here adam i don't know what's going on but, that's why i don't do that and that 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 there's this this mystery behind it that you really don't know and i'm glad the writers and directors and stuff have like mountain been like no like they may at some point but they're not they're not adamant oh, course, to course. Course. this is what it is we're supposed to believe that the, I think what I've determined is the mental hospital that Steven is in with Arthur Harrow as the doctor is in his mind or in some sort of uh, space between life and death, or it, it's yeah. all mental, I believe, or spiritual at least. I believe with Arthur Harrow at the end is in a mental institute is actually in a mental yes, institute. Yes, I agree with you and that, that, that I yeah. think is real. And it's two different yeah. ones. You actually look at it. The uh, one that um, uh, uh, Mark Spector, Stephen Grant are in is named something yep. else. The one that Arthur Harrow is in is actually named a different name right. as well. And so they aren't the same place where you kind of in your mind think, well, yeah. they might be the same place. They're not. Um, well, but I love like that. The, the mystery yeah, behind it is huge. Well, because like you said, well, then what's super important with that is that he's dead as he's in the, the, the asylum. So then there's like a whole other layer of reality. And it's like I said, it's almost that matrix inception thing where now it's like, a, there's a death, but within the death, there's an illusion. And within the illusion, there's some kind of spiritual thing. And so, I mean, I loved the matrix. I also love the slight red herring they did to the, the watchers who were like, Oh my God, they're going to say it's a dream. And like, Marvel's not stupid enough. That is so bad writing. Yeah. I'm sorry. We absolutely, I mean, if in a movie, if you get like the first 15 seconds of a movie, is something I, I we watched something recently. I don't want to remember what it was, but it was like the first 15 seconds it opened up to that and then it switched and it was like oh it was a dream okay fine that's fine that to me is like you didn't dive enough and deep enough into the storyline to think that you're pissed off that you right you you invested all this time into something wasn't real excuse me yeah burp i got seltzer in my my mouth um (laughs) 
but the idea that they were going to go four episodes in and say the whole first four episodes were, were fake. There's no, no way Disney. Marvel no, 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 no. There's no way. 15 seconds, a minute, two minutes, an episode, maybe, but you diving that much into what's not real. There was no way I knew yep. we weren't going to make that a fake. Day. I just didn't know how they were going to tie it in. I was yep. confused to how, how all hell, what was going on. Well, as I mean, we've said we're we're in a we're in the phase of Marvel now that's dealing with madness too. Mm-hmm. So like all of this fits in of like what's real, what's not real, subjective, objective. Of course, you know, multiverse of madness. Well, I think it's funny because I think there's some people out there who thought that oh, is there a different multiverse? I'm like, no, okay, they're yeah. not going to pull the multiverse into Mark no. Spector and, and Moon Knight right now. No. <laughs> everything is gonna. I mean, everything yep. is gonna be multiverse. I mean, there's yep. some theories out there that this is all going to lead to some secret or war thing or secret wars thing um but yeah this this is i love that it's its own standalone thing taylor yep. taylor loved it she watched it from beginning to the end she didn't like that little bit of the end where she didn't really know she's like looked at me she's like what's going on but it also no being a season one but really a series that they actually entered into awards for it being a mini series yep but kind of changing it towards the end like you don't know it might have a second season so even that right mystery of like do we find out more or are we going to learn more about moon knight when he shows up in well exactly and thunder or whatever i, I say that well and that's I what i can in there, like, i don't either but i do keep thinking like where he would fit in to the larger mm. mcu because i love the character but yeah like you said where would you where would you find him jumping into the storyline I, I um, hate. I was originally wrote down a note like, "There's no way he can end up as an Avenger because he has mental problems." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, Tony Stark had a lot of mental problems." But say Scarlet Witch was a Avenger. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think of all the people who aren't stable in their mind. I'm like, wait, maybe he qualifies as an Avenger because he doesn't have a stable mind. <laughs> I mean, Wanda for for sure is uh, she'd fit right in. Yeah, Bruce Banner. Like, you no, know, if you actually yeah. look at him, his his stability between the the, the Hulk and himself. Tony Stark is, is obviously got other, you know, problems in his mind, yep. but like, I'm just trying to think I'm like a lot of those people that are on, I mean, um, yeah. winter He'd soldier, fit in just right. <laughs> like you just fit in just fine. So that's absolutely yeah. fine. He could do that and come in there. I, I would like to see him in the streets. Like the friends from work guys would love to see him on the streets with daredevil, like have him see him in hell's kitchen. See, that would be excellent. 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 Yeah. So I would love to see that too. And I'd love to see more cost of there is, if I had something to pick apart that I didn't like is that, it's a six episode season that we were expecting to get only six episodes and they weren't going to continue on. And so right. seeing less of the suit and seeing less of Moon Knight himself um, did make me go, well, we're not going to get much of this. So maybe Oscar Isaac is done. This is the only thing we're ever going right. to get for Moon Knight. But if they're going to continue it on, he's going to be in other movies or TV shows, or if they're going to do a season two, maybe that's where we'll get more of the actual suit, right. uh, whether it be Moon Knight or Mr. Knight. or How excellent was Mr. Knight? I, thought I loved this, it, especially at the final scene when he's like, oh, it looks like we've got so, wait till you see our new powers or something. And he like pulls the sticks out and just goes crazy. I was like, that's excellent. And there was feedback on 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 Facebook and Twitter about how Moon Mr. Knight is because of how, you know, stupid Steven is, how like kind of like, yep. I don't know, I say dumb, but not dumb, but like he just is like, like aloof. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good word. Um, he, that Moon Knight or Mr. Knight became that way. And he's not like that in the comic books. He's more of a badass and knows his powers right. and knows how to control him. Um, and so seeing that evolve toward the end where he's like, watch this and then flipping back between like throwing yeah, something and then cool. catching it yep. as a different version of him, which was pretty cool. Yep. Um, the fact that the Moon Knight suit is not like a suit like Iron Man, then it's like, 
yes. anamorphic to the whoever is in the suit. So, which is pretty cool. I like that too. The way that the suit became him, like the yep. wrapped around like a mummy and almost, was really bad. I felt like I never got tired of the crescent moon cape. They used it like a few times, and and I've never felt like they overused it. I was like every time it was excellent, like framed it, against the moon and. And if you deep down look at his stupid being able to pull the moons out of his chest and throw them, if you think about whoever created, obviously I know who created, but like, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome at the same time. Like when you yep. actually see it happening, you're like, this is badass. But when you see him, when you think about it, you're like, that's one of his powers. Yeah. He has basically, it's like if Superman had the S and he could pull the S off and like use it as a rope and get someone back and then it comes back into him. Like if you think about it, it's kind of Did, stupid, but it's kind of cool. Superman have, it didn't in one of the movies he turned it became like a big cellophane sheet yeah i think so yeah at somebody and it wrapped yeah. around them still one of the most ridiculous powers superman has ever had anyways <laughs> tangent <laughs> well yeah that was cool but like so what he could do and all that stuff was really cool but you know we've been spending a lot of time talking about oscar isaacs and, and moon knight but may Callumway. oh my she, gosh so what i will say about her is the first episode when when you meet her uh, was it the first episode you meet her in the second episode? Whatever you meet when you first meet her, you feel like she's like you can't grab into her. You don't know what she's gonna do. You don't know yep. where she's gonna go. You're kind of like eh, take it or leave it kind of character. But like by episode two, three, and four, you're like okay. And to yep. the fifth episode, sixth episode, we were like, I almost care about her more than I do Oscar Isaac's character. And she with the whole superhero yep. thing and in the in the, the trying to help him and declining Conchu. Yep. For his ability, you know, has Conchu from episode one wanted yep. someone out, wanted his girlfriend the whole time, or his wife, I should say. Yep. Um, but she kicked, kicked by, and she described May Callaway described the series as a mix between Fight Club and Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, was like, I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah, Indiana yeah, yeah. Jones and Fight Club, huh? That's well, I mean, cool. I don't, I have no idea the plans, but I mean, she would be an excellent Moon Knight moving mm -hmm. forward. I mean, they, you know, just make us, I mean, now she has some leverage over Kanchu because she turned him down and the other worked with the other gods. So maybe she could go back now and negotiate some better terms. Well, and we don't know where she is either now. Like, exactly. We know where Mark Spector, Stephen Grant kind of are because they're obviously it's still one body, even though they're different personalities, it's yeah. still one body. And Jake is all, they're all that mental hospital with, with um, Arthur Harrow and the May Callaway. We don't know where she is. She could be in Egypt. She could be in the United States. Right. She could be in London. Actually. And that's one thing I've heard online too, is where is she from? You know what I mean? Like she's, yeah. she because showed up at his apartment in London, but in is she London. from London? But is she from London or is she from Egypt or right. from another place and she's Which, visiting London? Yeah, which is, I mean, is she Egyptian? I mean, that would make the I'm an Egyptian superhero mm -hmm. an even bigger deal. And I, yeah, I don't know the answer, but we uh, don't know. And I think it's meant to leave that away. But like, does she go back yeah. home? Or I mean, obviously, uh, it seems like Mark Spector's back in his apartment or Stephen Grant. And but May's not there. So I, it, I, I'm excited to see what happens with her in season two for sure. Um, yeah, or, or even if there'd be, I mean, I wonder if there's any ways that her character could, you know, continue not being Moon Knight as, you mm -hmm. know, something else within this kind of new, because I'm with you, I think she did such an excellent job. And I think there's a lot of like secondary characters like that, then you don't see them coming up later, but maybe she mm -hmm. will be one of them. Um, I do like the Egyptian god part because the Egyptian god, we've got Norse gods, we've got celestials so far in the, in the MCU. Now we've got the Egyptian gods as well, uh, which are really weird. Um, I, you know, the, the, the Godzilla King Kong battle at the yes. end there was a little, was a little different, but it was really cool. The special effects were pretty badass. 
Uh, I don't know why they had to get big. That was my yeah. only question was like, do you need to be this big? It seemed like also when they got bigger, they're like Ant-Man, they get slower too. It was like it's everything true. was in slow motion, but it was pretty cool. But did you see that shot? There was one shot where Arthur Harrow and Moon Knight were fighting and one punched the other while their characters were in the background, their avatars were in the background, also doing the exact same yep. thing, which is pretty badass. Like uh shot visual at least but uh yeah the the addition of more gods so now we have in the mcu have superheroes we have yep billionaires we have gods from norse gods egyptian gods and celestials in the different ways because thor is a norse god yep. celestials are celestials and this is a person who's an avatar for an egyptian god yep speaking of that i know you haven't seen the movie yet and i'm not gonna spoil anything for dr strange but when i watched the movie this weekend there was a trailer for avatar in it Ooh, oh man okay i will say it's about three minutes long and about two and a half minutes of just music and shots Ooh. of the avatar people like going through their their world and i was like how is I, this making me want to watch this movie <laughs> i feel like avatar 2 is like the movie nobody's asking for but i don't know if i missed something like if this is one of those prequel moments for somebody else where like I, you know, it wasn't what I came up on, but I never have heard someone say, man, I can't wait for a sequel to Avatar. I was like, mentioning how much money the movie Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness made over the weekend. It was like on Friday, it made like $90 million on one day. It was crazy. And my brother texted me, goes, yeah, but Avatar 2 is going to make more. I'm like, Avatar 1 only made the billion dollars because it was in 3D. Yeah. That was, it was exactly. more expensive for a 3D ticket and people went and saw it because they wanted to see the experience yes. of the special effects in 3D. Avatar to me is like a miss the boat. Like I feel like they're like, it's like if they made Star Wars one and then they made the, the sequel to Star Wars 15 years later, I don't think they would have been doing as well yeah, as it did like, the way it is now. Like give me one cultural reference to Avatar where somebody is like, you know, hello there. And everybody knows what that joke means in Star Wars. There's no Avatar jokes except no. for the movie. Except for the fact that it's a blue version of Pocahontas. That's all. Yes, that's it. <laughs> well, I think it's the same, the opposite way we've seen growing up. We see like, wearing a Ninja Turtles shirt, right? They make Ninja Turtles toys to sell the comic books, to sell the movies, yeah. to sell the TV shows. It's it's Disney because they're making Avatar stuff at Disney of World. Course, of course. And they need to sell the Disney World thing. So you have to see the movie. So there's marketing for it. So we're going to spend billions of dollars on marketing it for, for Music Park. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if there'll be some Moon Knight plush toys. There was the cool thing. So I don't understand how some of these leak and some of them don't. After the show ended, there was a uh, uh, Scarlet Scarab uh, who made Callaway's character becomes in the yep. show pop final thing that released okay. on online. I'm like, how, these always, these always release ahead of time. We've already seen toys from Thor love and thunder on the market oh, yeah. or from the store, like people who are packaging up or taking pictures of putting them on the internet. It was surprising to me. So my thought is that they're not made yet that they actually were like, Oh, people are really going to like this. Here's it out. Here's the pre-order. Yep. And they're actually not into production yet. So that'll be cool to see some of those things come out of this, but um, moving on to one other character that we didn't talk about yet is Ethan Hawk. Oh man. He was great. <laughs> like Arthur Harrow from the beginning, his, his just calm demeanor, but yep. like you, you want to love it's He's one of those villains that you want to love, but you want to hate it. It was one yeah. of those, like the Negans of the world. The, yeah, the, was, um, yeah exactly. What's his name? Purple Man and um yep. and Jessica Jones. Ooh, Purple like, Man was so good. Yeah, you want to love them so much because they're so bad, but they're also so bad. You're like <laughs> the cult. except, like you said, like Ethan Hawke's character is hard because, like, even in the end, I mean, his heart was in the right place. Like, He's Thanos. 
it just wasn't what everybody wanted. Right. But I mean, yeah, it's exactly. the Thanos, Thanos of the world. Yeah. It's the whole thing. You think you're doing what you're doing right is right. Yep. You're not just a horrible person. You're trying to make the world a better place by doing a horrible thing. Yep. And so if that's Thanos thinking he can, you know, snap his fingers and kill a bunch of people. If it's Arthur Harrow, Harrow making sure people are scales are leveled, and if they're not, then they they go away. Yep. And it's 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 weeding out the bad people in the world, even though he's the worst of them all, which is exactly. kind of funny. Uh, and uh, Annette still wants to have him as his her uh, avatar, which is really weird to me. But uh, the crocodile, the but which Ethan you got to think is, you got to think of Loki when you see the crocodile yes. too. Like as soon as it popped up, I was I was waiting for the Loki horns. Well, so the special effects were great in most of it. And then there was that point where the uh, crocodile looked a lot like, okay, it's very, very cartoony, uh, yep. which it's fine because I understand that there's meaning, there's, there's actual meaning behind the crocodile as a met, but like it, it was different. I, I, for some reason, I, a dead bird skull on the shoulders of something looks a lot less cartoony than a crocodile. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, why they did it that way. But, but Arthur Harrow being able to play multiple characters in a sense too, like he was able to play yes. mm-hmm. um, the doctor. In a really cool yep. way, as well as playing himself, or sorry, Ethan Hawke playing multiple characters, <laughs> uh, the do- doctor, and then uh, yep. as, as a Harrow, you love him in the first episode. It's creepy, killing people. You're like, what is going on here? And his knowledge, and then showing yep. up at the uh, museum. Uh, but yeah, it, it, Ethan Hawke was a great. I have this sexual uh, piece I found online. It says Ethan Hawke joined this the the joined without reading the script. On top of it being an MCU film, he just wanted to be in it. He already was a huge fan of Moon Knight director Mohamed Diab in his work, as well as good friends with lead Oscar Isaac. So he just joined it no matter. He just didn't care. He just, I was yep. going to be there anyway, So which is pretty badass. And then he killed it. I, it's After those three characters, there's not much to talk about for characters because no. there are other characters. I will say a shout out to, um, where is his name? Gaspard Ulili, who played Mr. Or Mr. Midnight. Uh, who passed away actually after this was filmed in a skiing accident. Oh man. Uh, he was that, it was like episode three ish where they go to the Egyptian, they go on there in that, they have to take the boat to the land. And so he's the main character on the, on land. He's the guy who owns that stuff. That's the guy who played him. His name is Gaspard Ulili and he died. So, you know, rest in peace to him. And he didn't get to actually see his character on the screen. Uh, But when I heard that, I thought he'd be more, more, relevant in the show and I didn't realize he was only in a episode of the show right. but still still you know rest in peace to him uh for sure so i will say that one thing that i love also or one of the things i love is the comedy the comedy oh, yeah. is an mcu comedy it's a mixture yeah. of fun and serious and they did a good job not making fun of his dissociative identity disorder because that's a real thing um but that they were able to use one of the characters in his associative identity disorder is funny or, or aloof, yep. like you mentioned, with, with Stephen Grant having those like yep. fish out of water moments because he was like, I don't know yep. where I am. What happened? What the hell just happened? And I love when they both had that. When it's Jake Lockley takes over, we don't meet him until the very end. But there's yeah. like one, a couple of times where they're both like, they're both talking to each other, looking into a mirror, and they're like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. There was a third yep. person <laughs> who was worse than one of them. So, um, but the comedy was perfect, I think. I mean, I, I, and I really, I mean, that as we've, that's kind of become the Marvel thing. I feel like there's always comedy. Like, even if it's like a, the darkest movie they've made, there's still comedy. And, and it's becoming like, it's the kind of their, their signature move, which is to not make everything depressing. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I love that. I mean, I'm trying to think of any 
of them recently that have you know not been funny i mean eternals had a more serious tone but it, it was full of jokes mm-hmm. you know there, so and so actually you mentioned that we're going to be doing the thor movies uh, at some point here pretty soon because of thor love and thunder this summer and i do want to say a little little teaser to that one when we get to that is i do think cat dennings darcy lewis comedy in thor dark world is a little much i think it's like one of those things that's like everything yeah. is a joke to her which is kind of funny because that's her personality, but in the same sense, I mean, there's not many bright spots in that movie. So I will, no. will say it, 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 it's one of the many dislikes about that movie, but, uh, but mostly, yeah, you're right. There's, there's and even more recently, there's that time where you need a joke to kind of like lighten the mood, but, but not take away from what's going on. And yep. nothing in this show was like a comedy joke or joke was like, Oh crap. Oh, oh wait, someone just died. Like you, you're, you're, you still have that. You're still connected. You're still emotionally connected. Uh, and it's still, a drama, but there's that comedy in it. That's the MCU yep. way. Like it used to be the Marvel way of doing comic books. The MCU way of doing movies yep. is that little bit of comedy that's in there. And I will say there's some of that in Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. So when you get to yep. see that, you'll have that too I, as well. I, I'm going to have to sneak out here, like maybe tonight and go see it. I can't like every day since you've watched it, it's like gnawing at me. <laughs> and and so uh, Taylor was supposed to go with me, but because of uh, our son having a cold, she had to stay home and watch him. But she's like, you should go. We're going to waste the tickets anyway. I was like, okay, you sure? I felt so bad, but I got in there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, first of all, bonus seat next to you, right? Yeah. We always pick Start the out. ones right now in the pandemic. I've always picked the ones. There's the wall over here and the wall behind you, back seat yep. corner. So I was there, the wall. And then I look on this side, empty seat. And then a person, I'm like, oh, I feel so like, okay, nice. this, is the way to watch. this is the way to watch a movie in a theater. And I will tell you right now, Adam, there is no good way to watch a movie in a theater. Watching movies at home are far superior. I'm telling you right now. I don't we're care. Gonna be, if, we're going to be like, shouting this into the void for years. But oh. I, yeah, no, there's not, there's nothing redeeming about the experience. And I don't, people keep telling me, but it's different. It's better. And then I go and the person beside me like farts the whole time. Yeah. Or, or like the guy, the guy, so two seats over the guy with every time a little bit of a funny thing would go, he go, <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god shut up like seriously i know and then people get up yes. to go to the bathroom or get popcorn or, or someone's like looking at their phone or there's not yep. the experience if you had rules like you're not allowed to leave you can't make noise and you can't look at your phone okay different experience but obviously people wouldn't go if i think we used me to in the middle, those yeah. that we all you just mean, agree, we all agreed upon social standards yeah. if we sat in the middle of the theater and just watched the perfect seats in there sound was great good good distance from the movie theater screen different story you just don't yeah. you don't get that. And so I will say to this to the day I die now, unless they figure some other way of doing it, they've already upgraded the seats in Bangor. But like there's not much to tell me that you're gonna see it's a better experience than watching it at home. There isn't. No. I'm I I don't care. It's just yep. the way it is. I agree and so you. and that's one of the reasons why I like these TV shows on Disney Plus is because they are at home. They're not in a theater. Yep. So you get to watch them in your own time. You watched yours this morning, the final finale this morning. We watched ours last Wednesday. And so you get to do it when you want and you're not missing anything and so on and so on and so on. Right. And they even have post-credit scenes. So oh, in, yeah. in this show, Let's, there is which, a post-credit yeah. scene, uh, which introduction of Jake Lockley, who is the third personality that yep. uh, takes over Mark Spector in, in the Moon Knight thing in the comic book. So we finally got to meet him. People were wondering if we we're going to meet him at some point, And we did. And then I guess now that's, that is, so Jake Lockley is now conscious avatar. So you had Mark Spector, and then Mark Spector got Stephen Grant to have him as well. And now Jake Lockley is likely now this, the, the, the avatar for Khonshu, but that I'm guessing, we don't know for sure, but Stephen and Mark don't know that. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so there yep. might be some times where they black out and they're like, "What the hell?" But they're still being possessed. I hate the yep. word "possessed" because it's not a negative thing, but possessed by Kanshu in this. Uh, when, and it's fascinating. What was, what was up with the specter license plate on the limo? Like, I know it could just be, it. It looked. I mean, it looked like the limo of like a company, like like a, like a specter company. So there is a take, and I, I haven't read the fully full. Excuse me run of that mark uh the moon knight series in comics but there's a connection a to the limo in the comic books gotcha and b in the comic books jake lockley's job is a cabbie gotcha that and so sense. the idea that he's driving the limo yep totally. is a cabbie and the idea also so there's a spot in the episode it's episode five when they're in maybe it's episode four no it's episode five where they're in the mental hospital and there's a time where he stands up and he goes, okay, okay, we're all good. We're all good. We can go now. And we're, we're good. And he can leave. And you see his accent is actually slightly different. It's more of a like Boston or Northeast accent. Yep. And that's a cabbie style accent. Yep. That's the Jake Lockley that comes out. We, he's not called Jake. Yep. But he gotcha, knows gotcha. it is. And if you look at the second that person says something, Arthur Harrow pushes the button to get the security in there because he knows that's actually the worst of the three personalities yeah, that makes sense. might be in, in, in fear of death there. Yeah, so sure. That's, so there's a mixture of Easter eggs. No, that makes sense. That, that totally but, makes sense. Um, but I like that. They're open-ended. It, it, it's like if people stop and they stop watching it before they get to that point, it will leave more questions for you, but this actually answers some. Like you know that Contra is coming back if they do a season two. Yeah. You know that the, the character Jake uh, is Jake Lockley is an actual person? You know that now. And is Harrow dead? Did he shoot him? Like he shot, he fired. Right. We don't like we hear the gunshot, but you know how many times that happens in things. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, the, the, the hole in the wall now. Um, but it leaves a lot of interesting things. And then on top of that, I wrote it on here. Will there be a second season? And the biggest proponent to that on the internet. Have you seen this, Adam? The tweet from Marvel. Not. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe tweets out tonight series finale of moon Knight. this is on wednesday uh and says you know serious finale of moon Knight. and then a few minutes later tweets out tonight the season finale of moon Knight. Oh, and so they yeah, swap yeah. the word series for season and obviously could be whoever's running social media at marvel just screwed up and, and did that it's technically is a season finale yeah just because it's the end of the series it doesn't mean it's not you know, the 17th season of a, of a, of a TV show right. is all, the series finale, but it also is the season finale. So that's easy. But if you're reading further into it, they're saying little Easter eggs are saying there is going to be a season two, kind of like what they did for yeah. Loki. They didn't know the entire first season of Loki were going to get a season two until the very end of the last episode where it says Loki will right. return for season two. So who knows? Maybe we'll get a I season mean, two. If not, that's cool. There's definitely like so much more that they could unpack with Moon Knight, which is excellent. Like, I feel like even versus some other series after they're, they reach their conclusion, like this one, man, like, I don't even feel like they've begun to explore what they could with this story. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's interesting. It's interesting along the way. Um, I have some couple more fun facts here too. I want to yeah. finish up with uh, Ethan Hawke. I already wrote that one. Oscar Isaac wanted to say the first MCU uh, F-bomb. They wanted to get he what he said it multiple times during filming. <laughs> oh, f that and thought Disney whatever, but Disney ultimately did not use any of them in it. He wanted he wanted Moon Knight to have the first f bomb and didn't get it in there because on TV it's different than movies, of course. So, uh, Oscar Isaac also collected comic books when he was young, but had never heard of Moon Knight when he got cast. Uh, Marvel Studios chief Kevin Feige is the one invited him to play, uh, invited Isaac to the series, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, now obviously he's probably loving yep. it. 
And this is the third time Oscar Isaac has played a Marvel character in the in the movies uh, slash TV shows or whatever. First, he played Apocalypse in X-Men Apocalypse back in 2016. And he's in that small point in the end of Spider-Verse, into the Spider-Verse, where he actually plays Miguel O'Hara or Spider-Man 2099 in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse from 2018, yep, yep. which obviously means he'll probably, I think he's going to be in Spider-Verse 2000, this one that's coming out next sure. year, uh, which is a beyond this, or into this, I don't know what it is, across the Spider-Verse? Yeah, across the Spider-Verse is the next one as well. So exciting on that side, because it's pretty yeah. cool to see those crossover like characters that continue want to be in Marvel movies. Finally, he got a good one though. Actually, Into the Spider Verse was very good, but it was. Apocalypse was not. So it was not. No, I mean, um, I, I, it, Oscar Isaac is great. I like. I this surprised me. This might be my. This might be my favorite Marvel series so far. It, up there with WandaVision, it's tough. And that's and that's where I'm at too. I think if you thought about it, so think about it this way: WandaVision is a sitcom, right? In a sense. Yep. This is a drama show yeah. so it's so now i'm going to say this is my favorite drama right right <laughs> on, yep. MC, on uh, disney plus and then uh, uh my favorite uh you know sitcom was wandavision because yep. they're 1a 1b to me they both have their positives and negatives they both have their different styles they're not the same it's like comparing comparing like, oh yeah the, the office to yep. you know the walking dead they're they're two of my yep, favorite absolutely. shows but they're not the same and so there is a point where they're like towards the end of wandavision where it is that dark deep yeah, emotional part of it but like the very first few episodes of that one and it's the trend with marvel every fourth episode in a freaking series or at least three quarters yep. two-thirds of the way through a show is the best episode of the series oh yeah that was the one where yep. he ends up in the uh, mental hospital at the end uh which is pretty funny but if you haven't seen it check it out disney plus has Definitely. it right now all six episodes streaming if you haven't seen it and i should have said this at the beginning if you've listened to this whole thing we probably spoiled a bunch of stuff for you but we have a who is moon knight episode bonus episode that i released a couple weeks back nice. or a couple weeks before the original one. So it's now like two months ago yep. uh, that just basically tells you who the character is from the comic books and what they expected to see in the movie or the TV show. Sure. Um, so you get an idea. So we're going to do that a little bit more. I think we'll do one and maybe this one will actually get on together, Adam, and do who is Obi-Wan uh, before yeah. the Obi-Wan series because there's some people who may not who know who he is. I did one for a who is America Chavez before Multiverse of Madness came out last yep. week to kind of get that's the new character in that, in that movie. Yep. And we'll do one for... Uh, who is Miss Marvel as well, because that's Definitely. a character no one's known about yet either. So um, check that out on there. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, obviously all those places. Um, yeah, so I think it's great. I think it's two thumbs up for me. We don't oh, have a absolutely. here. Definitely. It was, it was definitely one of the best shows that's ever been on MC or on MC on uh, Marvel's Disney Plus. Yep. yep. For sure. And and it was fun seeing Oscar Isaacs in such a great role. So it's worth, yeah. worth it checking it out for that alone. And so uh, Capes and Tights here says, we vote yes for a season yes. two. Uh, for sure. And we also vote yes to see him interact with other MCU characters in the oh, future, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I we're gonna, I think you're on the board with me. It's a new Daredevil, uh, Moon Knight. Oh, without a doubt. Some that sort would, of thing with them would be pretty bad. Yeah, without so, a doubt. So, so sweet. Uh, thanks, Adam. And we'll yeah. talk soon, right? I mean, we will. And very is, soon from, from a real studio, I think. Soon. Yeah. See, the studio's coming along, right? And they got carpet. Tiles, yours looks excellent. Yeah, yours is going Carpet there. and everything. I got dehumidifiers in here because we're in the garage. So I want to make yeah. sure everything stays nice and crisp in here instead of all wonky. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, from uh, myself and, uh, and, and Adam there, this has been Capes and Tights, and as well as uh, I think Mark Spector's here somewhere. I think Stephen Grant might be in here too, and Jake Lockwood yeah. somewhere around here too. But until next time, this has been Capes and Tights, right, buddy? You got it.